I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as um, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more know, doors. The show is called The Deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. There's a lot more punks than there was four years earlier, but there was also as many posers. Posers were people that look like punks, but they did it for fashion. Welcome to SLC Punks, a Utah jazz podcast brought to you by the staff of SLC Dunk. Now here's your hosts, Michael Lohman and James Hansen. And welcome back to the SLC Punks podcast. It's been a while, Milo. Man, the only Utah jazz podcast that's been social distancing before the pandemic. Man, it's yeah. been a while. It's, <laughs> it's, 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 it's been good. Hey, I've been, been social good. distancing since, uh, since high school when I couldn't find a way to not social distance myself from a girlfriend. So I'm very familiar with being separate. That was a terrible joke. That was a terrible it's joke. A, yeah, you're just like, did all the pain just start to hit you at the same time? You're like, wow, I, I really was. Hey, I really was a loser. I, wait, I, wow. I was. Oh, you geez. know what? But geez, you know Jenny, what? if you're listening to this, if you're listening to this, you missed a real one. You got to commit to the joke. <laughs> even even if you're crashing and burning as the joke is going, you got to go with it. But hey, there, there's, some, there's, there's some chicken Utah who's, who's like, yeah, I, I didn't miss anything. I didn't miss anything with that one. <laughs> I I I made good decisions. That's right. They made good decisions <laughs> with their life. And you know what? Our <laughs> listeners have made a good decision with their life because guess what? They are here with us listening to the SLC Punks podcast. The last few uh, episodes. Yeah. The last few episodes were really kind of uh, bummers and mm-hmm. sad. And then a pandemic hit and things got even worse. And then we did one. And then we were like, that 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 was just more pain than anything else. Like, we we're just like, I don't know when basketball is going to come back. Should we do yeah. this again? No, well, I just that that's just, just torture. Like, well, I don't want to do that again. <laughs> well, it's literally been over four months since the season ended, but we're about to start a new one. But I am so... I mean, I'm sure everyone else has been. I think our numbers on the website show it too. Everyone's just so sick of the kind of the storylines of the jazz season. They were, It was just not the most fun season. I'll just say that where we had so much promise going into this year. So many things to be excited about. Bojan Bogdanovic, a spread offense with Mike Conley at point guard and all the answers are there. And then it was just like one thing after another going terribly wrong whether it's Mike Conley starting off awful uh and then getting injured here and there he actually started playing better after all-star break but right when Mike Conley starts going playing well then the Donovan Mitchell Rudy Gobert thing just took its worst turn of the season and up to the point of the pandemic and kind of just glad all that's behind us <laughs> yeah hope. it went from a very promising honeymoon phase to we're sticking together for the kids yeah, and, pretty fast. And uh, I think if there was any team that 
benefited not I wouldn't say like with as far as like team health is concerned, but definitely from team mental health. Uh, it definitely was the Utah Jazz because it definitely felt like they were on a collision course to uh, a, a, an implosion as far as their locker room was concerned, as far as what was going on with Donovan Rudy. And as we've learned, it was a lot more than just, hey, somebody tested positive and wasn't taking it serious then, but there was a lot of things leading up to that. And so it 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 feels like right now the Utah Jazz are playing with a little uh, – are going to be playing with a little bit of house money. Um, they got a chance to reset. They got um, Rudy and Donovan appear to be in the, uh, hey, we don't have to be best friends to win, um, but we are going to be professionals and we're not going to uh, decide to air our dirty laundry out with the, out with the press. Um, I feel like, Rudy Gobert, especially during this time, and probably to his own betterment. I wouldn't say his his attitude leading up or his blase fare with uh, uh, with COVID um, leading up to it was probably the best. But I will say he's pr- got the appropriate wake up call for um, what he needs to do in order to be successful going forward because he has a big contract coming uh, uh, coming up. He has a um, he he has his that chip back on his shoulder, so to speak, because he got lit into um, by the internet and by everyone for being patient zero. He, he just fairly and unfairly across all spectrums. And for him to be able to get that opportunity to uh, sit back, um, take that heat, kind of get a slice of humble pie, uh, probably put that hunger back in him because he, if there was somebody who looked like he was just going through the motions a lot during the season, it was Rudy Gobert. There was nights where he still was the best defensive player out on the floor and he wasn't trying though. He could be good, but he wasn't being dominant. And that's what I'm hoping to see. Uh, when the season starts to pick up. Well, that's the reason to get, get excited. I mean, the honestly, the cherry on top of this poop Sunday was that Boyan Bogdanovich is going to be out for the Jazz. And so the Jazz mm-hmm. are going to have to find a way to score. But I think actually, you know, you won't hear it from unlike the Nationals. James. What's that? I said, unlike James. Unlike James, uh, you guys, unlike the national media who has one, I didn't understand that at all. I'm just going to go. <laughs> you, you said, you said uh, it just has to figure out how to score. And I said, unlike James. Oh yeah. I still haven't learned that yet. Somehow I have. Sorry. I, sorry. Yeah. I just, I was playing off the earlier joke, but that's a callback. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. I am still, I still need that talk with my dad, but anyways, uh, <laughs> we lose Boyan Bogdanovich, and already I've listened. I listen to a lot of podcasts, guys, and a lot of national podcasts. And, and and when they talk about the Jazz, it really is a lot of self harm because when they talk about the Jazz, they've already they've already written them off. It's like, oh, Boyan Bogdanovich, twenty points per game is gone, and that is true. And there is a like Boyan Bogdanovich, really good player, really good offensive player. Yes, uh, but for them to just write off the Jazz, I think is kind of kind of shows that they didn't really pay attention to what was going on with Utah. For one, uh, Mike Conley just did not play well this season. And I think one thing that's going to be good for the Jazz is because Boyan Bogdanovich is out, the ball is going to be in Mike Conley's hands a lot more. 
And that's going to be really, really good because there's some things that are going to happen because of that. If Mike Conley has the ball in his hands more often, that means he's going to be setting up Donovan Mitchell a lot more often for uh, spot up threes, which we know Donovan Mitchell is one of the best spot up three point shooters in the NBA. Uh, It's going to be more uh, pick and rolls with Rudy Gobert, which is going to lead to a lot more uh, Rudy Gobert dunks. Um, The thing they're going to miss is that just efficiency from, from Boyan Bogdanovich, his ability to hit. I mean, Mm -hmm. Boyan Bogdanovich had a near 50, 40, 90 season. Um, And that's going to be replaced by Royce O'Neal, who is actually a good three point shooter. I do think though that national media is probably not very familiar with Royce O'Neal very much at all, but Royce O'Neal has had a really nice season and he's going to step in. And I think the defense is actually going to be an uptick. And so I think the defense, but the hard thing, the hard thing that um, I think is going to, like you said, the efficiency, but just uh, the efficiency of getting 20 points a night and in uh, without having to put up a high volume of shots because uh, who they're going to be relying on to get that scoring is not so much Joe Ingles and Royce O'Neal. They're already playing um, quite a few minutes um, before this whole thing. Uh, they were both actually almost 30. Uh, I, did a, I did a post, it was about a month ago, just being like, hey, you know, what, what could a lineup look like and what are the choices of replacing uh, Boyan? Um, and really, like, Jordan Clarkson is really the only, you can bump him up. He's, he's the one that uh, it, it appears that you can really bump up and be able to get to that scoring level. But he's not as efficient as, as Boyan. No. He, uh, he's, he's, he's a, he's a microwave score. Like what he's going to get hot and there's going to be a game where he is super efficient, but there's going to be a game. He's just, he's going to put up shots. Um, it, it much in the same way that is, uh, Donovan Mitchell right now, Donovan Mitchell isn't inefficient, but he's not hyper efficient like uh Boyan is. Uh, and that's another hope that you would see with Donovan as a returning back is that, uh, uh, Tony Jones had a piece on it where uh, on Donovan Mitchell talking about he wants to pass more, but not it's not just like oh I'm holding a ball, but it pass more and be able to read the defense better because what uh, Houston has seen in the playoffs and been able to really just like goad him into is if if he is feeling like he's uh, getting focused on. He doesn't pass out. He kind of takes it as a challenge and he gets wrapped up in a bad shot and he starts to put the game on his shoulders in these tense situations. And that's uh, that's a young player thing, especially a young player who's expected to carry the scoring load of his team. And so uh, with with Jordan Clarkson, who has to take – who kind of has that same mentality as Donovan Mitchell, it's going to be interesting how he steps in his role because I think he can score and I think he can – uh, he's he's uh, he's an above average playmaker for uh, for a six man guy, uh, but he is uh, Jordan Clarkson is going to have to be careful not to do the exact same thing with that with that bench lineup and coming off the bench. He can't just go out there and 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 uh, uh, just get shots up as, as fast as he was before. He needs to be able to allow his hit, that bench to be able to get into a rhythm. So. Well, one thing that's, I do like that's the one, one thing, thing I'm going to miss. Yeah, but well, Boyan. I mean, it's definitely going to be a miss when you lose 20 points per game at the efficiency that Boyan was doing. That's rough. But I do like the I do like that the ball is going to be in Mike Conley's hands more, and I think that's actually going to set plays up. One of the weird things this year 
that Quinn was doing was giving a lot of isolation to Bojan Bogdanovic. It's actually, I mean, and you look at the numbers, it's actually not that bad. He's actually surprisingly pretty good at it. But his turnover rate in isolations is just not very good. It's almost like 20% turnover rate. Like, and you can't do that in the playoffs. You need people that are handling the ball. And Mike Conley is one of the best at handling the ball, not turning it over and giving easy points to the other team. So in the playoffs, that's going to be really nice. And I like the I, I like the idea of having the ball in Jordan Jordan Clarkson's hands because that guy can get you buckets when things are really tight and close. He can get he can score for you when defenses break things down and you just need someone to break down their defender and score. Jordan Clarkson's going to do that, and that's going to be really nice. Uh, so I there are th- reasons to, I, that I think the Jazz are still going to do really well. Do I think they're going to win it all? No, I don't think so. But I do think that to sleep on the jazz is not a good idea because I think they are going to be defensively very, very good. And Boyan did give up a lot on the other end on defense at times. And Quinn could never play Boyan without, without Rudy Gobert on the floor. It was basically, you look at Boyan's minutes, they coincide completely with Rudy Gobert. And so some of his numbers with plus minus, you got to wonder, well, is that because you're with the best defender in the league or, you know, and I think it's a little of both. I think it's his efficiency on offense combined with Rudy Gobert. So that's going to suck. Yeah, Because they, 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 did, they didn't play. Uh, they always made sure that Rudy Gobert was out there with, with Boyan to mask him. Uh, they were really making sure they're like, hey, we know what he's giving up um, out there. Uh, so they will be gaining that, that defense most certainly. With Mike Conley with the ball in his hands more, I was talking to uh, uh, the site – site manager for um, the new 213 Hoops, um, which is at New Clippers blog, and uh, uh, with Lucas Hanen. And he was, he was, and he even mentioned, he was like, I don't know what to expect out of the Utah Jazz. Because <laughs> out of every team that's going back into the bubble, there's a, a sort of baseline of what you would expect. And there's a, and then you're like, well, you know, if they can hit, hit it just one, just a little bit more, get a little bit more out of it. They're going to be, they're really going to take off. But with the Utah Jazz, you're looking at them. They've lost Boyan. Mike Conley was a mixed bag. Rudy Gobert was super up and down. And Donovan Mitchell, he had, he had improved, but a lot of the pieces around him were so inconsistent other than Boyan. It was hard to really see that improvement. Well, and and so even, even Donovan Mitchell had some games. I mean, I was doing some film stuff and he had a game against the Celtics where he took like 30 shots and mm. made like, well, I can't No, It might not have been that high. It was like some like, like he was like, no, but four, I know what I, I and know what he, game you're talking about. And what was funny about that is it's like 20 something shots and he made four shots and those were all spot up threes. <laughs> it just makes you go. <laughs> he had some games that were just insane. And so if he can just like figure that out, I mean, there is a like there is a world where like Donovan Mitchell becomes more of a playmaker and makes better decisions more often combined with better shot making. And Mike Conley becomes Mike Conley and is is driving and kicking to like three point shooters in in Joe Ingles and Royce O'Neal and 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 then Rudy Gobert becomes DPOI again. And there's a world where Utah can get to like the Western Conference finals, you know, but they're going to have to all really play fantastic and and not this up and down stuff because they'll get out in the first round if they do this yeah if they I, I would say mike conley, mike conley has a real opportunity uh to make people completely forget about his, his season 
oh, yeah. uh, in, 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 in this stretch because it, thinking about Mike Conley and for, for a lot of guys that not this next, next off season, but the season off season after that, it's going to be insane. Uh, who is going to be a free agent in that off season? You're going to have Mike Conley. You're going to have Rudy Gobert. You're going, uh, you're, you're going to have, uh, Honestly, somehow I feel like Anthony Davis is going to do like a, a, just sign a one year deal and then push it back into that next next season. Um, but it feels like that th- for Mike Conley, he can he can be like, "Hey, uh, well, check it out. Look how good I did once we you know went into the receding and the playoffs, and then the next season I played played great." So you you can just you know shove all that other stuff under the rug, pay me in that big off season. He has a chance for that right now. He has a chance to really be able to uh, take advantage of that. And then you have um, Rudy Gobert who can totally shrug off and be like, yeah, I'm worth a supermax. Pay me. And uh, with, especially if the Utah Jazz, if they, I don't anticipate, um, and this might be like pushing our predictions and, and uh, letting the cat out of the bag for mine, but I don't anticipate them to make it out of the second round. I, I definitely don't expect them to fall out uh, to not make it past the first. But if if they get to the Western Conference Finals or even the finals, then all of a sudden Rudy Gobert is like, "Yeah, uh, sign on the line that is, like get me the contract so I can sign on the line that is dotted, and and give me my money." Oh and, yeah. I mean, Rudy, Rudy has so much to prove. And that's another thing too, is there's a lot of guys on this team that are playing for contracts. You've got Rudy Gobert who wants to get a max or super max. Donovan Mitchell wants to earn his contract and he needs to prove his uh, leadership and ability. And then you've got even Mike Conley, who's probably playing to just prove that he's still got value and maybe earning another contract after this one type thing. So there's a lot of guys playing for more than just like you know, doing well in the bubble. There's guys that are playing for contracts and, and that's always a good formula. Right. I, I think there's, there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot that can be, um, a, there's a lot of money that can be had in, in the short amount of time right here. Uh, and that will move on to the next, uh, next off season. So I, I think for, for Utah, especially um, this playoffs and we'll get into previewing the games but but for this playoffs I, I I think they have to get out of the first round because if they if they don't get out of the first round uh crap's gonna hit the fan uh, just because of the amount of money that they've had to put into this team the the up and down the controvert like no one w- Jazz literally became ground zero for the world's COVID crisis for the period of two weeks. And I am 100% sure that the Jazz want to be like, we, they took our pound of flesh. Let's at least make it worth it. And so with going into these games, with going into these reseeding games, what I really hope to see is I I know the Jazz don't have as much talent, but man, I really they better play with passion. I really just want to see them play like they care again, because for a lot of the season it it looks like it looks like my NBA two K 
2K team after I played like four seasons and I'm just in there for the VC and just trying to get to the playoffs. Like, I'm just like, I'm just got to get here. Just got to get my VC. I don't really care. Like you're screwing around in the third quarter, kind of making it close just to like, you're just, just to try to feel something again. That's how this jazz season has felt. It's just felt like an exercise in just futility. And I want to see them care. So, Oh, I, I think that's everyone's sentiment. It's been such a rough season for fans. I mean, it's just like so many, exp- I mean, I think that's the worst thing is just having those expectations and then just see everything not work out. And a lot of it for like unnecessary reasons with, you know, jazz players, just like a lot of them having agendas of their own, like whatever those are. And it's just been just, it's been lame. And so that's why I'm excited. It seems like the jazz you know, from what we are, so, you know, shown by the the jazz uh, media, <laughs> looks really great. Now, if it's great behind closed doors, who knows? But they yeah. seem they seem pretty good from what they show us. Uh, we it, see Rudy. I, I think they seem pretty good. I think I don't think it's like as kum. I don't think it's anywhere near as kumbaya as last year or the year before when they had like the super chemistry. But mm-hmm. it, I do think they're definitely like. Let's get crap done. I, yeah, I definitely I think, feel like there's more of a let's work type of mentality going on. And you can hear that in the player, what the players are talking about right now. They're like, you know what? We don't, no one has to be friends, but you know what? Like we got to put that behind us and we, we're going to, we're going to go out and work. We're, we, we got big, we got stuff that we have to do. Yeah. And I think that's all jazz fans can ask for. I mean, if, if they are out and they're ready to, to, to play hard, then that's great. Uh, and like, that's all the jazz fans really want is just play your best. Cause we know what they can be when they're at their best. Mike, uh, Mike Conley, we've seen him lead a team to the Western conference finals with the, with the Grizzlies. We've seen Donovan Mitchell lead the jazz over, uh, Russell Westbrook and Paul George. And we've seen Rudy Gobert win multiple DPOYs and also help beat the, the thunder in the first round. So we know what they can do when they play really well. We just, just need them to try hard. Like, do you want to win or do you want to like sell shoes or, or earn a contract or something like, no, like we need you to play with heart and that's what everyone is just wanting, but it looks like, it looks like that's what they're going to do. So that's what I'm excited about. So we can, I guess we've got exhibition games coming up and then the finishing off the scrimmages. Season. Like, I don't even know how these scrimmages are working. Is it, uh, it, it, is it just like two 15 minute halves or 10 minutes or, I don't even think we... they've given details. Maybe they don't even know. Maybe it's just like, maybe <laughs> they just go out there and be like, okay, we're just going to play some lightning. <laughs> we get to pick players and then someone gets their feelings hurt and we start another uh, debacle mm-hmm. behind closed doors. That's probably what's going to happen. Yeah. We're, we're, yeah so something like that. Or like, well, we're going to, you know, we're going to do a little horse, do some lightning uh, around the world. And And it's going to just, someone's going to get mad and then the season's over, I guess. But you know what? I want to stay six feet apart. (laughs) What did the jazz do for their, I mean, I, you know what I imagine? It's probably summer league rules. Uh, I don't know what they do in summer. I can't remember the summer league rules exactly, but yeah, the summer league, they do like it's, they do, it it is two halves. And if if I remember right, it's like 15 minutes, like it goes fast. Oh yeah. It goes really 
I imagine it's something like Summer League and two halves or something like that. But honestly, I am just ready to watch them play. I cannot. I mean, it's it feels like doesn't it feel like the NBA just kind of ended for good? And now it's like it's coming back and you have to. Oh, we get to enjoy it again. Oh, we well, actually especially the scrimmages like the scrimmages were like their scrimmages is on the 23rd. And you're like, wait, what? Now, everyone, everyone's like, been. It feels like the world just kind of stopped in a way, and now we get to it, like. Well, it feels like it was like about to stop again, like what? Like, I mean, because we've been really, I mean, talking about all the positives, like basketball's back, but I mean, like COVID's going nuts out there right now. Like we're surging in cases, and so in my head, I'm like, okay, well, you know, everything's going to stop again because that's like we, that's our our like our new normal routine where it's just like. Well, tomorrow it's a chance of it's a high chance of COVID. You're like, well, okay, well, I guess you know, we're gonna close restaurants again, and, and so I, I guess that like same mentality started with the NBA. And so when they're like scrimmages are happening, you're like, oh yeah, we're st- you're doing you're still doing it, okay, yeah, okay, let's do some basketball. Let's let's let's, let's, let's scrimmage. Well, and I so, think honestly, and today the news came out that um, they of all the people in the bubble. Every, not a single test came out positive so the bubble is working we can enjoy basketball guilt-free and that's kind of exciting i personally am ready for that because i it's been a weird road to this and it's been a long crazy road where the nba is trying to figure out how to do it correctly and basically it looks like they did because it's working there's not a lot of hiccups gone on i think a couple players have maybe broken protocol and we've got the tip line and stuff but Overall, I think it's gone pretty well. So I, I think so too. Like looking at what the NBA is doing versus like college football or NFL, you're like, yeah, the NBA did it right. Like NBA was like, I we want to still be able to play basketball if there's a nuclear holocaust. And they're like, done. Okay. You know, we'll we'll we we can we will make that work versus like the NFL and the NCAA, which is like, let's put our faith in the average American. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, uh, the way things are going. You, I mean, I guess if the, if the NBA could just run a lot of different things, it might go pretty well, but this dude, Adam Silver's got the, got the inroads to uh, Adam Silver, 2024. Dude, like the guy's going to be like, what, what, what's your platform? <laughs> you know what? Dude, One thing's for sure is they do they do seem to care and they do seem to cover all their bases because they've cared about the money, which is like a major aspect of it. And anyone who doesn't think that money is a driving force for all of this, I got to tell you um, otherwise. Uh but they yeah, uh, at the yeah, same time they've they at the so they've covered the money base and then at the same time they've covered the safety. So I don't think there's anyone out there who can really argue with how well the NBA's done. They've really done a great job. And so we all get to enjoy basketball soon. Um, I personally have been dying four months without this and not knowing what's going to, I mean, you guys it know what it's been rough. Like didn't even get blocked, like summer blockbusters. Like normally, you know, you summer comes and you know, there's jazz are out by round one or two. And then you're like, okay, well, you know, time to hit summer blockbusters Yeah, and pretend like I, you know, I'm not in pain that the Lakers are still in the playoffs and that's not here. I'm Alex Rodriguez and I'm Jason Kelly from Bloomberg. 
This is the deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and, not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. And so this really does feel like like my summer blockbuster. I don't get a Marvel movie, so I want to see I want to see jazz basketball. Yeah, we haven't gotten movies. We haven't gotten basketball. We haven't even gotten like free agency or trades or anything. Or, Do you know what it's like to new re- television? We've got okay new television. Like we've had to pretend like we're excited for the oh my gosh. average Netflix show. You're like I'm- this is average. You're like I I can deal with this. Yeah, we got oh, Tiger. We got before. Tiger King, and that was like a year ago. It feels like Tiger King and. God, that does. That feels so. <laughs> but like, I, I, we haven't got anything. It feels like nothing. I, I literally called DirecTV to cancel my TV today because it's like I'm paying 140 bucks a month for what? For what? For jazz exhibition, exhibition games? I, uh, I'm going to just get the VPN and get a league pass or something like that. But, uh, I feel like everybody's like new thing is just like, um, I cancel my DirecTV. I, uh, resubscribe to, uh, for uh, science study um, publications, all I do is uh, you know all I do is just uh, read vaccine studies all day. That's what I do. Like that's what the world has become. Like we're we're now it's not sports teams. You're just like picking your favorite vaccine company. You're like, yeah, I really think Moderna's going to pull it off in the end. I really think they got the good the good squad. God, got a good, the experience is on their side. <laughs> Yeah, I, so I'm I, so excited for basketball. I'm so excited for basketball. I need, I need it badly because, like you said, I didn't even really think about that. But yeah, we haven't had a Marvel movie. We haven't had any movie. We had like Trolls come out on direct to to TV or whatever. And that's like what we've got. And uh, Tiger King and Trolls. And and I'm not talking about you guys who comment on the page. Uh, so it's been, it's been, uh, it's been rough. <laughs> I need basketball. Yeah crazy it's gonna feel weird when it's back because you know what's gonna happen and here's my comment about the about the schedule and not necessarily exhibition exhibition will be fun just because it'll be like so good to just see them out there but i'm sure like they'll get like five minutes of run each half and it'll feel like you know (laughs) feel like diet soda is what it'll feel like but when the actual Uh... game it's gonna be four out of the Jazz have a stretch during the end of the season in the bubble before the playoffs where they play four games in six nights. It's gonna be crazy. It's gonna be like um, yeah, every- let's see August August third. Uh, well, it's so between even to the eighth. The, I I remember writing the uh, just a quick reaction to this and being like, "Wow, okay, that's a stretch." So it goes from. July 30th, August 1st, August 3rd, August 5th, August 7th, August 8th. And then, so in that stretch of about nine days, they play one, two, three, four, five, six games. And then, and then in 
at the span of five, it then after that, it, the eighth, they go, uh, they don't play another game until the 10th and then another one until the 13th. Man. And so, so at least the Jazz will get some rest They'll uh, going into the playoffs. But man, they, this get, at least, okay, so let's, let's just dive in. Let's just do this. So that first game, they play the Pellies. And Zion is out of the bubble right now. It, it when he comes back, he's gonna have to he's gonna have to like stay outside uh, stay outside until he has two positive tests uh, two uh, not two positive two negative tests over is it four days five days. So there's a chance the Jazz get to play the New Orleans Pelicans and miss Zion. Man, that would be really nice. That's, that's prayers up to the basketball gods. But I will say like, this. Every time we play the Pelicans, Brandon Ingram seems to destroy us. So I don't know. What is it about skinny, lanky dudes who are almost seven foot at small forward that just light us up? Mm-hmm. Like if the, the skinnier and almost like as if they're a toothpick, they are perfect for dropping 40 on Utah. Yeah, they they just every time we've played Brandon Ingram this season, he's been amazing. Uh, you know who? And sadly... You know who's done really well against us as well, and maybe because he knows how to play Rudy, is Derek Favors does really Derek. well against us. So even if we don't get Zion, I still don't think that's a gimme. That's uh, mm-hmm. that's Drew Holiday as well, and that's just a good team. And Brandon Ingram was an all-star this year. So that's a good team. Hopefully Zion's not playing. In some ways, Zion makes it interesting because there's spacing issues with them, but Zion's such a freak of nature that it doesn't even matter. I, I, I will say like it is a, I, I, I breathe a sigh of relief that the jazz don't have to play Zion, but I would like to see the challenges of Zion going after Rudy Gobert. That would be fun. I, I it, it's mm, yeah, I, I want it. Um, It would be fun. It would be really fun. Um, I don't want it for like the, the win loss, but uh, like in an NBA 2K fully fun, where you're like, I want to see what happens. Um, next, uh, so, okay. Oh, oh, who do you got? Who are you picking? Pellies or Jazz? Uh, I'm gonna pick the Jazz. I'm got one. Hope. I'm picking Jazz too. I'm picking. I'm picking Jazz too. Um, this next one in the longest game that's ever been played. Uh, it will finally resume. Oklahoma City <laughs> and the Utah Jazz. Uh, will finally end the four-month pregame warm-up. I, who do you got? Um, Chris Paul always just seems to do well against us because of his mid-range game. Although he does well against everyone because of that. But Darren um, Williams isn't here to protect us anymore. No, Chris Paul's going to be rested. Uh, although who knows? Maybe he hasn't been. Although you know what, he's going to be fine because they get a month to get ready. So everyone's going to be ready. So we can't talk about he's out of shape. Ready. Chris Paul. I- and he's super hype. He's dude. He's been on that line. He's been on the narc line like twenty four seven. Like he's 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 got the energy. He's got the salty energy going into that matchup. Well, he just wanted to get out of OKC so bad that he's probably just excited to be in the bubble. I guess I don't know. Yeah, he's but. yeah he, he he's gonna be in there, and and the entire game he's gonna have mad trash. He's gonna be like, bruh, I'm gonna ruin you tonight. After the game, when I call into the line, I saw you step over the line. <laughs> it's over. I got you. Well, I, I, the OKC is still a good team. I still think the Jazz can beat them. Um, 
it's it's funny. We miss Bojan in a lot of these games. It's too bad because his scoring helps a ton. So we're going to be relying on like Royce O'Neal's defense is going to have to make up for missing Bojan's offense in a lot of ways, I feel like. And I don't know if it's that going to be that good, but I still and think Clarkson has to cook. Clarkson has to cook when he comes off the off the bench. They, it, it, he really Clarkson's going to average like, like 26 points a game. <laughs> And 26 shots. He is like, going to be. Gonna... Hey, did, I, it's funny. Clarkson had a pretty sneakily great season with Utah. When he came to Utah, he he had a really good offensive season. The defense is another story, but his yes. his uh, his offense actually is pretty darn good. And there's nights where we won because Clarkson, you know, dropped 30. That's the nice thing about Clarkson is any night he can drop 30 points. And and so that's the it nice is... the nice thing. His green light is going to be greener than a Disney World lawn, man. Oh, it's man. going to be, it, it's it's going to be neon. He He's is going to go make... out there and be like, if he hasn't put up a shot within five seconds, Quinn Snyder's going to call timeout and be like, "Bro, bro, it's been about five seconds." He is Why going to make a lot of money. <laughs> oh, he, he He's is... going to be back in Utah because Utah's not going to be able to get another player like him. Uh, with, uh, on the market for for anything less, well, they have he's to. Such a, he's, he's such a he's such a. Oh, he's such a perfect sixth man. It's not even. I mean, sixth man is made for him to just come in and score, and everyone loves him. He's fantastic, fantastic teammate. Uh, there's just I was nothing. dying. I was dying with him and Royce, like <laughs> crushing, crushing buds from the can. Like uh, with like Royce in in the recovery, uh, the re- the recovery bath that looked just like he was in just a kid's <laughs> a kid kiddie pool outside the the hotel. It was Did great. You see that but I, I, th- I think what's funny is that I don't think they won <laughs> or whatever they. I didn't I, know. I, 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 no, but they're living their best life. Like who's really winning, James? The people who who crush the can the best. Like you know. So what if you can kick it back two seconds? Like. Who enjoyed it more in that moment? Like I didn't see the other people crushing the can. Like while they were in a recovery pool outside of a hotel inside the parking lot. Like who's who's having more fun? I don't. I don't know. I didn't really hear what the um, what the Vorpa was of their can crushing or what was the plus minus of. of I don't. That? I don't feel like they had a good official. Like I, I didn't uh, like uh, the timing timing mechanism um it wasn't off it didn't really feel like it was an official match <laughs> did they uh, get any wind shares from that can crushing i hope so i i i, I think so i think i think there's um i i do think it does provide a special boost uh to your shooting percentage uh for one game <laughs> so well, you just have to, you have to use it wisely i do but i will say i think that's i think having someone like clarkson helps you win games just by like having teammates be happy and the jazz look happy and not because they, they drunk a lot of beer. And so, uh, I think they're going to win in OKC too. That's my prediction. I think they're going to okay. be Oklahoma city. It's funny. Okay, now, now- my favorite part of these lists, I'm on the jazz site, actually the schedule site, or I guess it's the NBA. I don't know how that works, but I like how it says away in home games when does, <laughs> I guess they changed the it doesn't court. matter. It doesn't matter. It it it's like the, it's like the points and whose line is it anyway? Like, well, it's like in well in the two K league, 
you get your court. So I guess in your away games, it's the Pelicans court and it's the home games, it's the Jazz court. I think that's literally the only difference. Isn't it? I, I think you should get to choose like the type of crowd noise you pipe in and you should just be like, uh, yeah, you guys chose what? Uh, NBA 2K? Yeah. Um, we are uh, piping in all of the sound effects from uh, Super Mario 2. I think they should just put in a against it's our the, choice. In, against the Thunder, they should just play choking sounds for all the times Chris Paul's been in the playoffs. Yes. Thank or you. Or just pipe in the crowd noise from Pokemon Sword and Shield. Yeah. The music. <laughs> <laughs> just like the same the same noise when you go into the arena, just from a bunch of like terrible sound animations because Pokemon didn't want to shell out the cash. Do that. Hit Pokemon? that sound. Yeah. I, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just for 48 minutes, that sound. And just and, and just practice with it. So you're so you don't even hear it. It just drives people insane. Um on, okay. On a, on a side note, I think it's gonna be fun for everyone who has never sat like I've been lucky because my work, I sometimes have vendors who give us tickets and I've sat like, you know, row four and stuff near the jazz bench i think everyone's going to get used to hearing quinn snyder uh yelling um and yelling things like that's two points it used it used to always be that's two points dante that's two points and so we're going to hear him uh yell that to other guys (laughs) want to know what's going to be interesting um and i didn't even realize this until today uh the uh the the whistles that they have well, and they're going to be electronic. Oh, really? Because you can't, well, you can't do this whole spitting thing, you know, the whole Fox 40 thing. You can't do that. Oh. You have an electronic whistle. Whistle's going to sound weird. It, we're going to hear For a lot of, it's going to be a lot of like, cause it's going to be tape delay. Cause there's going to be cursing. There's going to be a lot of like talking and then like, a, and then the game will go a lot of like spaces in between. See, see. See, that is that. Uh, and, and I feel like I can say this because I'm asking for this, but that's bullshit. Like you should be able to you should be able to hear that and pay for that premium. Yeah, like, I really want like you. Should, uh, if if I want the HBO of NBA, uh, NBA League Pass, I should be able to pay for that. And for an league that says it's like, oh, man, you know, we're doing this and we could be hurting for money. Why aren't you allowing me to pay? For the NBA After Dark version of games, okay. Why? Well, if, you why your, can I... if you put your birthday in, you should be able to get it. You should be able to get. Quinn. Yeah, yeah, exactly. If, if you put in your parents' birthday, you should be able to. You should be able to to see it. Um, uh, you know, through the squiggle um, lines. So it should be able to. You should. You should. You should be able to. Uh, well, I, I, think... I mean, everyone wants to hear Rudy Gobert just be like, "Mierda, mierda." <laughs> yeah, I like. I just. I. I want to see. I, I want to see uh, when a coach just lays into some. Like I just want to see like when Quinn is like, see end of the game, tense moment, and and Quinn's like, "What the f- is that? What the f- wait, 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 like, wait, 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 I, I just want to see that. I want that. We're gonna hear and, all of it. We're gonna hear yeah. all of it, and that's actually kind of kind of exciting. We're gonna hear. Okay, just remember, you're gonna hear Joe Ingles trash talking. Like that right there is going to be prime uh television i also we're gonna wait. know who's really good trash talkers and who's just been 
making themselves appear like they're good trash talkers. Oh, we're going like, to hear gonna be some dudes you're like, dude, that guy, that, that guy's, he, he doesn't got the juice. Yeah. Other sure. people are going to be like, hi, hey, man, he is sneaky. Good. We had no idea. This guy has gone under radar all these years. Oh yeah. Fantastic. Tony Bradley, epic trash talker. We're yeah, well, yeah. What if all of a sudden we're like, wow, Tony Bradley, <laughs> Bruh, he brings the heat. Just, he's got it. This guy got it. Okay, so uh, let's. We're, we're next. We're we got the Lakers. Right next, we Lakers. got. Yeah, we got to go through this pretty quickly. Lakers missing um, two players. Who are they missing? They're missing um, Avery Bradley, who's yep. not going to the bubble, and then they just lost Rayon Rayon Rondo. Who and then I, they just signed J.R. Smith, which is almost like losing three players. <laughs> I that's going to be interesting, actually. I think the Lakers are not going to win the t- the title this year. I just I just don't see it. I think that LeBron and AD is incredibly good, and I and I'll probably be eating my words at some point. But I just feel like the Jazz aren't going to beat the Lakers, but I don't feel like the Lakers are going to win at all. I feel like they no. Because Avery Bradley was actually having a pretty good year for them. It's going to be a lot of KCP uh, and and I guess Danny Green. And those are the guys, like, if those guys play really well, then the Lakers win it all. But, like, if it's just LeBron and AD, I don't know if that's enough to beat, like, the Bucks and the Clippers. So, but but anyways, in terms of Jazz, I don't think the Jazz win this game. No, I don't, I don't either. I think... Um... The combination of LeBron and AD seems to do uh, seems to hurt Utah a lot, um, and doesn't really. Uh, I, and honestly, I think it's because they don't have a good, uh, a, a big enough person at the four. Like it's okay to play uh, <laughs> small ball, but once you put Royce out there at the four, you're playing really, really small ball. Well, so, and they really. Uh, they cooked Bojan too, my goodness, and because they would have Avery at the four and JaVale at the five or Dwight at the five and LeBron just like killed us. And so I don't know, hopefully Royce can like at least stand his ground a little bit, but yeah. it's tough for Utah. It's really tough. Yeah, Utah doesn't have anybody who can guard LeBron just flat out. There's, I mean, Joe Ingles <laughs> is a very super. Few, there's very few guys who can, but there's not even somebody who can kind of match him size for size. So. Uh, that's that's gonna be that's gonna be a big nope. Okay, so first loss there, uh, the baby Grizz. Uh, Jazz Jaw win. Jazz, Jazz win this one, I believe. They've played they've played us really tough though, but I think the Jazz are a better team, and I give the win yes. to the Jazz. I, I think that I honestly think uh, going back into the bubble, I think the baby Grizz are going to be the ones who suffer the most, just because of experience and just being in the league long enough. There's a lot of teams that during the break, they because they had a lot of veteran guys, a, a, a very they've been in the league for a while. They're like, okay, this is what's expected of me. I still got to stay ready. I, I can't I can't slack off. I think the baby Grizz are going to have the hardest time um, getting back into the groove um, because of that. Um, Next, we have Spurs without Lamarcus Aldridge. Loss. loss. You think a loss? The Spurs. I, I actually, you know what? I'll say they're going to play them twice. I'll say they'll lose once. They're going to find a way to I lose one of these games. They should. I think, I think they're going to lose this one. It's going to be this one. It's going to be the one where you're just, like, and there's going to be something silly too. It always happens where you're like, there's no reason why we should lose this. You know, have so and so, and 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 the thing is, the Spurs might even be fully eliminated by this point, mm-hmm. and we're going to lose. They like and I, this, is, this is how it happens. 
we just find a way to lose to teams like, well, the Spurs always play us really well. So, you know what? I agree. Lost to the Spurs. So at this point, we're three and two. Three and two. I, Denver Nuggets. Back to back. Back to back against the Nuggets. Oh, that's right. Back to back. But it's not travel. Yeah. But that's third game in Fortnite. You know what else, though, is the other teams are going to have these types of schedules as well. So I don't know if we're really going to have much better legs than anyone else. And and the Nuggets are playing a tough uh, a, a tough schedule too. This one, I I, I know I, my pick. I'm going to say a win, just because I feel like they're going to lose to the Spurs and they're going to get their asses chewed. I mean, their butts chewed. And 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 they're going to be like, you you got you got to shape up, and they're going to play a really tough game. And they're going to barely pull it out, and they're gonna they're gonna they're, they'll get the dub. But I, then after this stretch, we're gonna be like they should have beat them. They should have beat the Spurs. And they they could have been it, right now. They're you know they're gonna be like we're gonna be like oh they're four you know they, we could have been four and one instead of four and like anyway. Yeah, I I think they're gonna dominate the Nuggets. I think the t- the times we saw Rudy get beat by Jokic was during a lot of these times where Rudy was just like, all right, you don't need me. Then let's see what happens tonight. And I think I, and we've seen Rudy dominate Jokic, like dominate him. And I think that's going to happen. I think Rudy is going to be one of the things we're going to see during this bubble is Rudy Gobert crushing people like we know he can. And I think this is going to be one of those nights. And I think the thing I'm scared about with the nuggets having the break is Michael Porter. Yeah, he might be, he might be like, really good. I'm like, oh man, I, oh, I'm really. I, He's just got I the experience really, problem is the only thing, but that might precisely, be precisely. I, I, I hope it, it, the only it's like the thing that you'd have to hope is like because he was away from all you know the rest of the team, he kind of got you know not as focused. But man, if he was locked in during this time, that's going to be tough for the for the Jazz at the four. Uh, next, uh, Dallas Mavericks. Luka. I think the Jazz lose this one. I just think they play tough with the the Mavericks, and the Jazz crowd helped them win their last one. I think this is a loss. Yeah, um, yeah, they've they they they've struggled against them. Uh, I, I I think it's going to be tough. I think it's going to come down. Uh, it's not even like it comes down to the matchup of Gobert and Porzingis, but it Porzingis just pulls Rudy away from from the paint so effectively mm-hmm. that our defense that, is going to have to outside of Rudy, our defense needs to step up. Like if you're not, if you're, you let your man get beat, you can't blame Rudy on game on nights like this. You just, yeah. 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 They yeah. have to be better. Yeah. They, and that's the thing that I don't know about the jazz and, the, and going back to what I was saying at the beginning of the podcast, where I was like, I really don't know what to expect from Utah. Like you, uh, like if you told me, Dude, they they put it they put it together and they looked like a completely different squad and they were they were a problem and they got to the Western Conference Finals. I'd be like, yeah, I could see it. If you told me, yeah, they barely squeaked their way to a sixth seed and got knocked out of the playoffs in in four games, I'd be like, yeah, fits. Mm-hmm. Like it, for me, they they out of any team in in the Western Conference, they have the biggest. Uh, variance it's crazy yeah 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 the variance with what they could what could happen just because of how they explode like 
the locker room problems, uh, how, how it, this whole thing started with with COVID, coming back and losing Boyan, but also Mike Conley is looking like he's better. And it, I, I think there's just such a such a huge variance that in, in any of those scenarios could happen. So, yeah, I, I'm with you. I just – and Luke is so good. The Mavericks are that are, are a team in the West where I'm like, if there were was a dark horse where you're like, wow, all of a sudden they're in the NBA Finals. The Mavericks are kind of that team for me, just because of Luca. Mm-hmm. He's really, really, really good. Yeah. Um, Spurs. Spurs I, this is a win for the Jazz. The Spurs won't care win. at all. Easy, win. No, yeah, easy win. We are going to be playing the uh, Austin Toros in that last yeah, game, basically. So it, <laughs> it's going to be, it, it, it's going to, and even then, like, I'm not even sure, like, the the Jazz could be locked into their seat at that point. So oh, yeah. they could just, it, it could really be, like, the game where Grayson Allen's, like, scoring 40 and everyone's just rooting for him to, to just, like, huck shots. Except this time it's going to be, like, Jarrell Brantley and Jawan and Morgan. And, and Jawan Morgan out there just, like, hucking. Oh, it's going to yeah, be, so, that's a win though. I think they, they will want to go in winning and yeah, uh, Joe Ingles will have a big night. Pretty, that is going to be one of the worst games that we watch all season. That's going to just basketball wise. It is going to be, it, it, it's going to test some of our fandom, but it, it, we should feel lucky that we have a game like that on our schedule. Exactly. So, so that's the, <laughs> And I love how um, it says to be to be uh, like the the TV schedule for is like to be determined because they're like we're not even sure if we this game should even see the light of day. <laughs> it's true, <laughs> it's true. I have and I am in one hundred percent support of that. So, so going into that, I, I, I do think uh, I don't see the Jazz like getting up to a three seed. I do think the Jazz are going to end end the season as the as the four seed, and unfortunately, because I, I don't care what happens, I, I don't make the rules. But I know if even if the Jazz go zero and eight, they're going to face the uh, Houston Rockets. It doesn't matter what 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 our record is in these seeding games. We will face the the Houston Rockets. That's it's just our, it's, it's our just, lot. It's just in science. Life. It's just science. Um, <sighs> if it happens, then, you know, it is what it is, but it'll be just disappointing to do all these different things to just end up in the same spot. Uh, but who knows? <laughs> maybe that maybe Royce O'Neal will be an amazing fit and Rudy Gobert will take it to another level and prove all these things wrong. And the thing with the Rockets is it was never really our defense that was the problem. It was our offense. And so who knows? Maybe the Jazz can figure that out if they face the Rockets. But maybe that's what we'll talk about on another podcast when we're actually playing basketball. We'll get to talk about exhibition games here soon. Yeah, we're going to be able to yeah, talk about these scrimmages and just be like, wow, that was, I mean, technically basketball. <laughs> so well, it's been fun, guys. It's been a long time. And uh, we're going to start doing this regularly again now that we have basketball to actually talk about. So back. we're back from the apocalypse, y'all. We survived. Hopefully we're still around next week. I know. Not like last time. <laughs> Every time we end it, something terrible happens. So I know exactly. Every single time. I, uh, maybe we don't know. We don't, we don't have daily testing like them, but we'll try our best. We'll be back. Putting up shots. <laughs> well, guys, 
make sure that you're rating reviewing the podcast. I looked at our reviews and we've got a bunch more, so it's exciting. Make sure you're doing that. And uh, thanks for reviewing and, us during the apocalypse. It seems exactly. like you guys have a lot of things to do. Um, it's going to be exciting. I actually am going to be on a vacation during the middle of this freaking season coming back. So ugh, it's frustrating. But where I'm ex- are you going? I'm going to Yellowstone during seventh, sixth, seventh, and eighth and ninth. I think. Okay. Okay. So Yellowstone Good. National Park. I'm going to try to. I'll be gone. Probably seventh, eighth. I'll miss probably. I just need to know what 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 days you're going to be up there so I can uh, stock and socially. I, I was like <laughs> socially distant stock, social like distant stock. <laughs> yeah. Physically, physically distant stock, physically stock distance. Well, I'm, I'm going to be at the I'll, I'm going to be at the KOA near uh, Yellowstone. That's where I'm going to be. Uh, wow, that's that's the happening place. <laughs> it's really exciting. Well, guys, it's been great. I've missed this, Milo. It's been fun to finally talk about basketball again something to actually talk about that isn't the most depressing thing in the world so it's really nice feels so good well y'all you guys take care follow us on all the places you know where twitter instagram facebook and subscribe wherever you can find podcasts and like that we out talk to you later